Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Communitas Podcast, where we share stories and insights on culture, the church, and living on the missional frontier. I'm Jeff Reinhardt, President of Communitas International. Andrea Asher, Chief Mobilization Director, co-hosts. We interview guests from around the world who are striving to transform lives and communities through writing and living on mission. Let's start the show. Well, I am here with Andrea Asher, and this is our inaugural podcast, the Communitas Podcast. Uh, we just wanted to take some time uh, in this first podcast for you to get to know us and for a bit of the story to be told and for us to outline um, the why of why we're doing this uh, and who we're trying to uh, reach as we do this together. So uh, my name is Jeff Reinhardt. I am the president and CEO of Communitas International, and I am joined here with Andrea Asher. And Andrea, tell us a bit about you and your role. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Such a privilege and so fun to be here. You know, I, I um, get to serve at Communitas as the chief mobilization officer and walk alongside uh, people who are looking to church plant and do uh, new projects on the field and hear their heart and their story and champion them in their calling to step forward and uh, create innovative church planting missional endeavors. Yeah, great. Uh, really important role, and I know it's a big job. So uh, Communitas International, um, let's give a little bit of a background of, of who we are organizationally. 50-year-old church planting organization got its start primarily um, planting churches in Western Europe, and we can talk a little bit about the why of Western Europe, uh, but has expanded over the last number of years into other areas, particularly South America, Central America, Eastern Europe, um, and the United States as well. So um, the thing that drew me into this community really was more of the approach of community. Uh, I had served um, in a large church staff, a, a fast growth church uh, in the 90s and early 2000s uh, that went from 350 people to 2,500 people in just a couple of years and really had seen an ingrained way of doing church um, the, the ever coming Sunday, you know, and the idea that every single Sunday is a Super Bowl that has to be perfect and highly produced uh, for those who are going to come and not really participate, but just kind of observe, uh, in some cases, even a show for an hour, hour and a half. And the Communitas approach has been much more about embedding in community and relationally working uh, within a community, recognizing those needs within that community, uh, and then serving them. And in that way, developing a sense of authentic community and relational bounds uh, that serve as more of the feet of the faith, as opposed to just a, a head sense of, uh, you know, being in a church. So, Andrea, how, how would you, what, what drew you into Communitas? Yeah, great question. You know, I, I come from a similar background of um, doing leader development in a megachurch context where you have 20,000, you know, coming for the holidays and really trying to ask some questions of what does it look like to shift the model, perhaps a paradigm from attractional to incarnational model that allows good news to be tangible for people and actually attractive to step into a 
uh, faith community setting that would not walk through the doors of many churches that we know of in the United States. And so I was drawn to the ethos of communitas to say, how do we reach toward them and contextualize the gospel in such a way that they experience the community, communion, and mission um, that really is contagious and is life-changing. And, and then that creates a space for that to be carried on and multiplied. Yeah, that's good. Um, what's fascinating about the history of this organization is the methodology of going to a place like Western Europe 50 years ago, um, which at that point was already a post-Christian environment. Uh, mm -hmm. Churches in Western Europe by that point had already become the museum on the corner. Uh, and the only way that church was really known or identified was, was either by large systems or by large buildings. So it had become ultra-religious as opposed to um, incarnational life-changing, life-transforming. So what's fascinating is to see uh, the experience that we've had there and being successful in that environment. The United States is catching up, let's say, uh, to, to Europe. Um, and Europe's even forging its own path forward in a number of ways as well. So uh, I think we bring... Uh, a wide range of perspective and experience um, and church planting um, to the organization and to this conversation. Um, you had mentioned community, uh, communion, community, and mission. Um, those are so important. I mean, those are the elements that we look at that are kind of the aspects of what we're looking for in faith community, communion, community, and mission. How would you define those? Yeah, I, I think though that's an essential question for church planting. If these are going to be pillars, if you will, uh, of building something, first of all, to have a you know community, communion, and mission. Community, I think that there's a where our culture right now is hungry for meaning and for purpose and authentic relationships. You know, being birthed a little bit out on the somewhat of the other side of COVID, we've realized that we were created for connection and connection with God and connection with one another, where we don't have to put uh, on a face that we're someone that we're not, or we're in a place that we're somewhere that we're not, or we're not asking the questions we really are. And so to create spaces where people can truly be together and be in all different forms is really powerful and ask questions about how, what does faith look like uh, in this day and age and in our context. And so that's where communion with God, communion with one another, I think truly births community that is uh, empowered by the spirit and um, really outwardly focused to be, to love like Jesus where they're planted. Um, and then that's the place of mission of their sent from that place of experiencing the gospel together. We naturally turn outward and how could we not share what God's doing as a part of this community? How could we not care about the people across the street, across the neighborhood, in the school, down the street, how could we not express um, what we're experiencing here and invite other people to come and see? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, one of the things that I'm drawn to as well, and, and hopefully listeners will be drawn to, is that we all are practitioners of this. Um, I've planted four different churches, uh, planted a, a home-based now church that's been in existence for uh, over 10 years called Cairo Community uh, here in my community of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, and Andrea, I know that you were working at a larger church, but your focus was uh, on planting some churches. So tell a little bit about your experience with that. 
Yeah, so I it had the opportunity to, to develop leaders really in a mega church context that were either going cross culturally to church plant or going to different cities to church plant, as well as do other parachurch ministries, short term mission, et cetera, and to equip leaders for that calling. And then myself stepped out of that role to be a church planter in Denver and really to be on the ground and get that experience of gathering people around, I would say, reimagining what church could be, where transformation is the core uh, of the gathering and wanting to encounter and experience God together that creates something that is life-changing. Yeah, that's good. It, it fits right with our our mission and vision, uh, with, you know, the mission of Communitas is starting and shaping communities of faith that love like Jesus in their neighborhood. For the purpose, the the vision of transformed lives, transformed neighborhoods, and a transformed world. Um, powerful, powerful word that transformation. And you know, when I when I have phone calls every every week, I have phone calls with people um, that I'm meeting for the very first time, and they're inquiring about you know what we do, who we are, that kind of thing. And by the end of the conversation, that there's typically um, almost a bit of a relief. Uh, of the person that I'm talking to who, who says, I thought I was crazy and I thought I was alone. I didn't know there were other people in faith community that thought the way I feel or or that feel the way that I think, you know, those kinds of things. Um, so I know that you've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people. Tell, tell some stories about people that have come our way um, and what they've experienced a little bit and and speak specifically to the um, a sense of having felt alone, but knowing that they're not alone anymore. I absolutely agree, Jeff, that I, in so many conversations with individuals who are thinking about church planting or doing a project, they come towards us with this thought of, I'm the only one. I'm the only one who has apostolic gifts and desires a movement, or I'm the only one who's thinking outside the box, or I'm the only one that this model doesn't fit into the paradigm of the church on the corner. So I'm not sure how to put feet to it. I'm not sure where to begin with it. Or they feel like I'm the only one asking these questions of deconstruction and reconstruction of what does the church look like in the post everything world. Right. So they come kind of hesitant even or saying, do I fit anywhere? I think is the question a lot of them are asking. And yet they have a deep felt need for a tribe. They have a deep felt need for um, a community to gather around them and say, we think God's doing a new thing. And we do think apostolic movement is what we're about. And so they come even hesitant and wounded sometimes of saying, I'm not sure I belong anywhere what would it look like to partner with Communitas? And how could you guys come alongside some of these dreams the Lord has planted within me to go cross-culturally or plant churches down the street? And it's been, uh, I think, a sigh of relief and reframing for some of them at the end of an hour-long call, two-hour-long call to talk about who Communitas is, that we would actually come alongside and believe with them for what God is showing them he wants to do in them and through them to transform a neighborhood and transform lives and then let's transform the world. So there's a, a place of um, where we champion asking hard questions, where we champion thinking outside the box, where we champion new endeavors and want to create a culture of freedom and empowerment uh, to let them be truly who they're called and created to be in the kingdom. 
Yeah, that's that's excellent. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so as as we do this podcast over time, our hope is to bring just a number of stories because uh, there are so many people who are within the Communitas movement um, that have been doing this for some period of time, and they've been doing it in vastly different places from Warsaw in Poland to Paris, France to um, smaller communities, um, you know, a lot of movement now in Russia and Ukraine, actually, uh, which brings an interesting dynamic to a lot of what we are and, and how we do things. Uh, Brazil, the United States, we want to bring stories from a lot of these leaders into this space um, so that others can hear and learn in, in a story context kind of a way uh, what it looks like to live in authentic community uh, with people of faith that has an impact. Right. I mean, one of the things that I'm moved by in church movements in general is being able to look back and see what impact did this have, you know, as opposed to how many people raise their hands and, you know, in a service, uh, which is that that's fine and important. I want to know how has the community changed Mm -hmm. because people of faith are present there. Um, and those are the kinds of stories that uh, that we have throughout our organization. We also will be talking to outside other authors, uh, partners of Communitas, people with uh, various denominational experience or uh, even theological kinds of understandings, and we'll be bringing their stories into this space as well. Andrea, I'm I'm curious now when we think about starting and shaping uh, churches or or communities of faith. What does that shaping piece look like? You know, you said we come alongside people, but but even some of the folks that have been coming our way in in recent uh, months and and years, um, not every one of them is ready to plant a church today, or or maybe they're already affiliated with with some other organization. What does that look like in our context? Yeah, you know, one thing I think that differentiates Communitas <clears throat> from some other um, places is really our coaching ethos. Mm. It, no matter where they are on the continuum of dreaming about church planting or dreaming of joining an existing team to live missionally to planting new endeavors and being, you know, a, a planter in maybe even in a new region. We have a whole spectrum of people, but we want to create a coaching ethos that really champions, that they are the expert in their context, that they are familiar on the ground with what the felt needs are. And so whether that's creating some of the the relationship that really says we want to climb in the trench and just ask great questions with you of what is the next step, no matter where you are on the continuum, and have a relational um, equity and investment with individuals as they go forward to live missionally, I think is really distinctive of Communitas. And and we have the resource of dynamic adventure that translates to be highly embedded in so many different contexts that allows individuals to think missionally and um, work out a plan and strategy inspired by the Holy Spirit and in line with the common good to transform communities that really equips people to go. And I think that just to be a wise guide for people and say, we've done this for 50 years and we don't have all the answers, but we want to walk alongside you to ask the great questions and find the answers in your context. And I think that's a very unique voice for Communitas. Yeah, good. That that, that has been um, such a valuable resource over the last few years. 
And there'll be more information in the show notes uh, about Dynamic Adventure. Uh, it's a guide uh, that essentially was put together with 50 years of experience of starting faith community. Uh, and it talks to six different dynamics um, that individuals and primarily teams encounter as they develop faith community um, and embed within a, a certain place. Um, and it's been really helpful and has opened a lot of doors for us. Um, and it's a, a pretty unique approach. Uh, it's it's um, very much not the four easy steps to getting 250 people to sit in your pews uh, within six months, right? <laughs> um, it takes a very much different approach than that. So, Andrea, as we wrap up this, this first one, um, boy, I am so excited to be doing this with you as co-hosts. And, you know, that'll take on various forms as we, as we go along. Sometimes you'll be doing interviews. Sometimes I'll be doing interviews. And um, virtually every show will have the opportunity for the two of us um, to just give some thoughts or, or insights on what we've heard from various guests. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to doing this. So, so thank you so much for doing this with me, Andrea. It's such a such a gift and just so fun to learn alongside you, Jeff. And I think that's the posture that we're coming to this podcast with of, you know, we want to inspire, we want to encourage, but we're learners. We're practitioners ourselves, and we're learners and excited to have some of these guests who can reframe and shift and, and create new ways of thinking um, that help us get out of some of our stuck spots and, and uh, inspire us to to live like Jesus in our neighborhood. So excited for what's ahead, Jeff. Great. Well, thank you all for joining us. And we look forward to many more of these into the future. Um, you can find our podcast on all the major streaming services. Uh, so we look forward to being with you all. Thanks so much.